Blog Talk Radio. for coming tonight and sharing your energy and time with us. So for those of you who are joining us for the very first time, thank you so much and welcome. The intention of this show is to remind you to love yourself by being yourself. This show is about getting your entire life, whatever tools, information, inspiration, or whatever it is you need to be fully present to the fact that you can absolutely have it all. So if you all want to reach out to me tonight, you can at getyourentirelife at gmail.com. This is definitely an interactive show, so we would love to hear from you. So those of you who have clicked in, you can actually call in and share your views and comments at 657-383-0698. And you can also share your views here in the chat room with us as well, which is now open. So tonight, Love Tribe, our topic is, are you triggered or are you trusting? Connecting with your inner wisdom and putting your mastery into action. Um, we here at, we're here at the Goddess Roundtable tonight. We hope to have our divine goddess, Alexia, join us um, to discuss on how you can transmute your triggers into trust. She's been doing a lot of that, and we wanted to chat with her about that. Um, hopefully she she can get on um, because she's been having some issues uh, trying to get in. All right. So um, as always, every um, Thursday night we have reflection questions um, that have to do with our topic tonight. And our topic is, are you triggered or are you trusting? So our reflection questions for the night that you can consider and ponder are, are you aware of the sources of your triggers? 
The second one is how do you manage your triggers? and Or do you shut down, lash out, or try to avoid being triggered at all costs? Are you allowing yourself to trust that your triggers are connected to your healing or higher purpose? And are you able to practice and put your mastery into action, or is practice still just conceptual for you? So these are our four reflection questions for tonight. We will be answering those a little bit later, but as always, we want to start with the grounding exercise, or just to take a couple of deep breaths so we can bring ourselves fully present so we can get into alignment and harmony and balance with our authentic nature, set our intention, and open up so that we can give and receive whatever we need to give and receive in this moment. Also, during the grounding, set your intention. What is it that you want to walk away tonight with in the show? What do you want to receive? What are you giving? What kind of energy are you giving? So let's take a couple of deep breaths. You want to breathe in your nose and breathe out of your mouth. Going to breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. And just give yourself a couple of minutes to relax and calm yourself and prepare yourself to receive. Quiet yourself for a moment. Set your intention and breathe. Okay, so we're ready to go. So as always, I'd like to start the show with an inspirational thought around what we're talking about. So tonight I'm going to read an inspirational quote by Shelley uh, Young. And she says, we have spoken about the power of the conscious pause, taking a moment before deciding a course of action. That is an excellent practice before you proceed in any direction in your life. But where this tool is particularly powerful is if you can remember to use it when you're triggered. When you are triggered, something has happened that makes you feel powerless, afraid, reactive, and often irrational. It is forgetting you are a sovereign being who is in charge of your own energetic and powerful creator. It has activated a wound that is seeking your attention and that was created before you knew and operated through your own authentic power usually from a childhood or past life experience. If you find yourself triggered, the first thing we advise is that you simply stop and breathe. If you can, remove yourself from the situation, understand that what you are dealing with has many more layers than what is presenting, which is why your reaction is so strong. Create a safe space for yourself to assess and explore and consciously decide to take no action until you are back in a better state of alignment. Once you have removed yourself from the situation, 
and can recognize your space in your right now moment, we urge you to begin to explore your reaction. Understand that you have defaulted into a less empowered response that does not reflect the capable person that you are today. Take the time to remember what you know and to use the tools you have developed along your journey. Understand there is a gift in this for you and an opportunity to respond in a completely different way. Then ask yourself the key question, what would an empowered person do? You will know. This one key question will allow you to connect with your inner wisdom that has been there all along and allow you to experience and guide yourself in a whole new way. And that, dear ones, is choosing to break your patterns and put your own mastery into action. And this is a channeling through Archangel Gabrielle through Shelley Young. So I really love this article, and we may refer back to it later if we have time. But I, ta- I loved it because talking about triggers is something that you don't find a lot that we do is really talk about our triggers and how to heal our triggers. And, you know, most of the time we're just reacting in our triggers and blaming other people for our triggers. And so it took me a long time to really learn how to deal with being triggered because I always blame the person outside of me. You made me, you know, feel this way or you made me do that or you made me shut down. And the truth of the matter is is that when we're triggered, it's really us. It's our um, open wounds. It's those things inside of us that haven't healed. So most of the time we're having very strong reactions to, to little things because we haven't healed certain parts of ourselves. So I had to learn to start to take ownership for my triggers and take ownership for my reactions anytime something happened. And what happened to me was I was able to find a really powerful place of peace when I started to take responsibility and ownership of my triggers. So tonight, I want to really share with you and talk to you about getting your entire life around triggers and really starting to transmute your trigger energy into trust energy. One of the things that we do here at Get Your Entire Life is we, we always ask you not to get rid of the energy. This is very powerful energy. When you're afraid, that's very powerful. When you're in pain, that's very powerful. So we don't want to get rid of the energy. We want to transmute it so we can use it. So if you have very powerful triggering energy or if you get triggered very easily, then when you transmute that energy to trust, it's going to change your life because you won't have to conjure up the energy of trust again. All you have to do is change the energy that you're already using into trust. And so tonight we're going to um, work to give you some insight on how you can do that. I've invited one of my uh, sister tribe members, uh, Alexia, the divine goddess from the Candid Goddess, um, which is our Facebook live show on Friday nights at 9 p.m., And I told you all I would always have one of the candid goddesses here with me just because I love them and they're so wise. Um, So we're going to bring Alexia on a little bit later. But I want to um, go into, I have, uh, as you know, I have the Notes to Self um, Oracle Affirmation card deck. And every week I, I give you an inspirational affirmation from that deck that you can work with for the week. So this week, 
I've chosen two cards from my deck. And the card number one that I chose is lesson number three. And lesson number three simply says, life is a journey, not a destination. For those of you who don't know about my card deck, just so I can give you some background on it, um, last year I, uh, well, two years ago on my 50th birthday, I wrote a Facebook post to some of my friends. And I wanted to um, give my friends a gift. And so I said, what can I give to my Facebook friends? Um, how can I show them some love? Because they showed me so much love. And so I decided that I wanted to share 50 lessons from my 50 years of living. And so I, I shared the 50 lessons on Facebook, which it took me all of 15, 20 minutes to write, which was very powerful for me. Definitely a download from spirit. And one of my friends came back to me. She said, you know, Milani, this is pretty powerful. You should make this a book. So I did. And so while I was writing the book, which is called Do You Know Who You Are Really? 52 Years, 52 Lessons, I actually had over 100 affirmations in the book that I gave um, to my readers because I feel like affirmations are such a beautiful gentle way to change and transmute energy. We we create so much destruction sometimes with our words. We 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 lose relationships or destroy relationships with our words. We start wars with our words and we you know we really do use our words sometimes in such a harmful way. So if we can use our words to harm, then we certainly can use our words to heal. So I really love affirmations. So these affirmations were born as a result of those 52 lessons because what I did was I forgot some lessons when I wrote the 50 lessons, so I added two lessons, which was powerful because the year that I released the book was my 52nd year. So that's where these lessons come from. So they're numbered, like this is lesson number three, life is a journey, not a destination. So the intentional affirmation for this lesson is the spirit within me loves me unconditionally. And the affirmation for the week is, I am fully present to this beautiful journey that is my life. The second card was lesson number 14. And that says, people are not my enemy. My patterns, pathology, and false belief systems are my enemy when left unhealed. The intentional affirmation for that is, I am fully present and co-creating my life on purpose with spirit, and the affirmation for the week is, I love being in charge of me. So, because I thought it was spinning when it was talking about people are not my enemy. Because a lot of times we think people are our enemy. Being a life coach, relationship coach, and um, self-mastery educator, I always get people who talk to me about other people like what people are doing to them and what people said and all of the past and what they've been going through. But one of the things that I really work to um, help people to understand is that your patterns, your pathology, your false belief systems are really your enemy in life when they're left unhealed. These are the things that come up to show you the places that need to be healed. The people just simply come to show you a mirror or to prompt your healing in some way. So really, people who come into your life who trigger you all the time 
are really your best friends and your best teachers because they're giving you an opportunity to heal all of the old energy that you kept inside of you that's keeping you from being completely and fully yourself. So I wanted to um, talk about this card because it's so important that we remember to stay fully present, to stay in the moment so we're not stuck in the past. Because if we're stuck in the past, we're always dealing with past issues, even in the present. Like no matter what, if somebody's here with us in the present, they don't know anything about our past, if they say one little thing that reminds us of our, of our past, then here we go. We're triggered. And we're so triggered, and we're going off on them, and they don't know what's going on. It's like, why do you get so triggered that fast over that little thing? You're like, it's not a little thing. And then you start talking about what your daddy did and what your mama didn't do. And it has nothing to do with the person in front of you. So it's so very important that we understand that our triggers are really opportunities for us to heal open wounds and to appreciate the people who come who trigger us because they give us the opportunity to heal. So that's what we want to talk about tonight. Um, and, and on the other side of talking about triggers, we want to um, ask you the question, are you putting your mastery into action? Are you trusting yourself enough to put your mastery into action. One of the things I love about the time we're in right now, you know, I know a lot of people, I hear this all the time when I'm looking at different shows and listening to different things, is that people are saying, you know, it's a tough time, it's a rough time. Yeah, I mean, it is a rough time in the world. There's a lot going on. But one of the things I love about this time is it's triggering the truth. It's bringing the truth. It's, it's peeling away the veil. And it's given us all an opportunity to be authentic. And remember, in this show, our, our mission is to remind you to love yourself by being yourself. In the past, it's been, you know, not so good to be totally yourself. Like we've been wearing so many masks and trying to be accepted and trying to be approved of. But in this day and time, we're simply being reminded to be ourselves. And how are we being reminded of that? All of our illusions and fantasies are coming, tumbling down. All the London bridges and all the things that we tried to put a facade about and all the frauds and all the people who are pretending it are being revealed right now. That's the beauty of this time. And even you, maybe part of you is being revealed that you've been hiding for a long time just because you thought people wouldn't accept it. So this is so this time is so important for all of us because what this time tells us is to accept yourself. That is the number one most important thing is that you can accept yourself. Love yourself. Be yourself. That's what this time is all about. So we're asking you to put your mastery into action, to really tap into your purpose. Why did you come here? Why did you come to this earth? What did you come here to master? Right? What is your purpose? 
And so we find that out, and that's revealed to us one step at a time, right? One healing at a time, one person at a time. Every day, everything that we do is purposeful. Every way that we are being is purposeful because it's leading us to our purpose if we're willing to do it. If we're willing to do it. It's so important. So I'm going to give you these four questions again, and I want you to really ponder these questions, these self-reflection questions about being triggered or trusting. Are you aware of the source of your triggers? How do you manage your triggers? Do you shut down, lash out, or try to avoid being triggered at all costs? Are you allowing yourself to trust that your triggers are connected to your healing and your higher purpose? Are you able to practice and put your mastery into action, or is practice still conceptual? So I've got to give you my answer to these questions, and I want you to just ponder your own answers to these questions while I'm giving you mine. So the first one is, are you aware of the source of your triggers? I am absolutely aware of the source of my triggers. Every time, I'm actually going to answer question one or two together. So number two is how do you manage your triggers? So for me, I manage my triggers by expanding my awareness of what's really happening. The first thing I do is take complete ownership. Like if I get triggered and I'm really just like in a serious, serious trigger, then I have to take full ownership. So if I'm angry in a trigger, it's like, okay, what did you create? Like get fully present to how you created this situation. And then if I can't get present to it, if, I, if I'm too close to it, or if I can't identify the source of the trigger, then I'm going to reach out to my support system or my wellness team and get help, right? But if I can, if I can find the source of my trigger, then the first thing I want to do is clear it not contemplate it, not analyze it, clear it. Because most of the time, the trigger comes from the past. It's some type of wound that needs to be healed from the past. So my best bet is to clear that, you know, whatever I need to do to make sure that this trigger is healed. And usually we use the whole Aponopona prayer for those of you who don't know what that is, we'll talk about it maybe a little later, but we use the whole Aponopona prayer to clear. We use breathing and meditation to clear. We use chakra toning to clear. We use prayer and meditation to clear. We always want to just clear what is no longer in alignment with us. Sometimes, you know, it's a little deeper than something you could do, and sometimes you have to get help, but sometimes it's just a matter of you making a choice to let go. And sometimes that can be difficult because you don't want to let go. But we need to understand that it's only difficult because you don't want to let go. (laughs) 
It's not because you can't. It's because you don't want to. Because whenever you want to do something, you choose and you get committed to it, it may take some practice, but you can do it. And so for me, my practice is letting go when something is no longer in alignment with me instead of sitting in it. So this, when, I, when I'm identifying the source of my trigger, I'm like, am I angry? Am I scared? What's going on? And then why am I scared? Is something happening to me in the moment? Like if I say, if somebody says, you know, um, like I'm, I'm real big on my time, like don't waste my time. That's, that's a huge trigger for me if I feel like somebody's wasting my time. And so if someone, if I feel like somebody's wasting my time and I get triggered, I'm like, okay, why are you triggered? What, what, why are you angry at this person? It's like, you know, how did you create this situation? Get present to that. And it's like, this person is wasting my time. And it's like, where's that coming from? Why do you believe that your time is being wasted? And where's that big trigger coming from, this big anger for this one person? What's happening? <laughs> and I can always trace it back to in the past when, you know, I've, I've allowed people to waste a lot of my time. And so I always have to bring myself present to the fact that that's in the past. That's not now. And then get present to who this person is in front of me and be patient and allow. And allow, you know, whatever needs to take place to take place. And then I can forgive and release the past, whatever happened in the past, whatever went on, whoever wasted my time, I'm not there anymore. I'm right here in this space. And is this person really wasting my time or am I just triggered? Think about the past and all the time that has been wasted. See, this is what we have to think about when we're dealing with these triggers. This person is trying to take advantage of me. Can't nobody take advantage of you unless you are touch and agree with it. If you're going to touch and agree to be taken advantage of, you have to take full ownership of that. But because you're thinking about the past and all the things that you allowed in the past, you know, all that compounded in this one situation, and you're going to trigger and go off on this one person that don't have nothing to do with that because you're afraid that somebody's going to take advantage of you, which can't happen unless you agree to it, unless you choose it. That's the bottom line. Nobody can take advantage of you. Nobody can waste your time. Nobody can do anything to you unless you say yes. <laughs> that's it. So that's how I find the source of my triggers. I take full and complete ownership. Right? So if I feel like somebody's doing something, like, why did I agree to that? And the way that I'm going to manage that is I'm just going to get present to, you know, why I agree to something. And if it is not in alignment with me, my choice moving forward is to no longer agree with this. No longer to touch and agree with something that is not in alignment with me. And then I have to practice that. You know, it's really interesting when people don't um, hold themselves accountable to practice something that they want to happen 
but they hold other people accountable to watch out for them. So in other words, you're not going to hold yourself accountable to make sure that you're not because something's not in alignment with you, but you're going to hold somebody else accountable because they keep asking you to do stuff and you keep doing it, and it's their fault. And it sounds funny, but that's what we do. We go in and we give and give and give and give and give, and then we sit back, and then what we need, we go and ask the person we've given everything to, and we get mad at them because they're setting their boundaries or they're not going to keep on giving, giving, giving like you do, and you get mad at them. Why are you mad at them? You're the one that's out there giving. Nobody asked you to do that. So if you're going to do it and you're doing it out of goodness of your heart, don't get mad at people because they're not reciprocating. That's not what you required. You got to make different choices so you're not out here getting triggered. And the first thing you got to do is trust yourself. Trust what you're hearing on the inside. So if you roll up on somebody and, you know, they ask you to do something, you got to go within and be like, okay, does this feel good? Because if it doesn't, I'm not going to do it. Is everything inside of me saying no, screaming no, and I'm going to do it anyway? So if it don't if it don't end up in, in you know in your favor, you know you touched and agreed on that. So don't stress yourself out, get triggered. Just check, lesson learned, <laughs> and then make a choice, make a different choice next time. Not based on the trigger, but based on the trust that you have for yourself, because a lot of times we'll make a different choice. But why do we make it? We make a different choice because we was triggered last time. It's not like we're going inside and trusting, you know, what we're hearing. Each individual, each situation is different. Every situation is not the same. So we can't get triggered on every situation because it looks the same. You got to go within and trust that inner voice that's speaking to you. Everybody has it. And if you don't trust anyone else, you, you don't trust yourself. Because it's you that's making those decisions. And if you're making decisions that are not working out for you, then it's you that you need to check on your trust with, not other people. I'm just saying. Okay? So the next question is, are you allowing yourself to trust that your triggers are connected to your healing or your higher purpose? I absolutely do. I I really, um, as I was saying earlier, believe that sometimes now, I have to be honest, sometimes I get real human. And I'll get triggered, and I'm like, why is this person, what is this person? And so I go on the the whole human thing, you know, and then I have to bring myself back and take full responsibility because what I'm not going to do is give my power to somebody else. Because when you're blaming other people, you really can't heal it because you're waiting on them to come back and do something or say something to make you feel better. And so you're giving away your power in that space. So for me, I'm not going to give anybody else my power. So what I'm going to do is take full responsibility for what happened, make different decisions and choices next time so that, you know, it won't happen again. So I have to trust myself and trust that every trigger, every time I'm triggered, that it's for my healing. It's calling for me to heal. It's giving me an opportunity to heal something from the past. 
so I can no longer be triggered in this way. And then the last question is, are you able to practice and put your mastery into action or is practice still conceptual? Right now I am practicing um, the mastery of patience. You know, I feel like I am the master of peace. Like my life is very peaceful right now. And for the last six months, like I had six months ago, I literally on purpose kind of blew up some things in my life because I needed to have some peace. So I released a lot of things, people and places, and now I feel like I'm at the place of peace where I wanted to be. But I'm still practicing mastering patience. In my work life, I'm very patient. Like, I love my work. I love what I do. And I I have a lot of patience. But in my personal life, I could use some more patience. So our sensual goddess last week on the show described patience as a way of being intimate with ourselves. I really love that. And so I've been, you know, using that to work with myself on mastering patience. But it's very, very important that we practice putting things into mastery. And so um, one of the ways that you can do that is ask yourself the question, what, I, what am I the master of? Am I the master of triggers or trust? Am I the master of love or lust? Am I the master of lack or wealth? Am I the master of sickness or health? And when you ask yourself these questions, and you can go on and on and create these on your own, but when you ask yourself these questions, then you have to be, have proof of life. Remember the first show I believe we did, we did on proof of life. And so proof of life is all about, you know, looking around your life and seeing the proof of that. So if you say that you're the master of um, triggers or tr- uh, the master of trust and not triggers, where's the proof of that in your life? Who can I talk to in your life that says that you trust instead of triggering? If you say you're the master of lack or wealth in every area of your life, not just money, where's the wealth in your life? Am I going to come into your life and see a lot of lack, lack of time, lack of love, lack of money, lack of everything? Or am I going to see a lot of wealth in your life? The same thing with if you say you're the master of health. Are you on like 10 medications? Are you trying to manage your health? And, you know, or are you really, really well? So, you know, I'm, I'm working with people to really be authentic about how they answer questions because I'm asking people questions and they're saying they're really, they're this. And then I ask for proof of life and it's, it's no proof. And so we're just kind of on automated asking questions or answering questions and we really are not in the space that we think we are which is dangerous for us because if we're not in a space that we think we are and we're pretending we we're really not headed in you know in we're not on the path to purpose we're really on the path to pain because at some point that illusion is going to come tumbling down and so it's so important for us to be authentic in our lives and to be fully present in what we're saying is true for us, whatever we feel like that is. So asking yourself, what are you the master of? And then taking ownership of whatever that is. So you need to look around your life because when I looked around my life, I was like, you know, I was all like, 
I'm the master of peace because my life is so peaceful, right? And then I asked, okay, what are you not mastering right now? What are you practicing? And so I'm like, okay, I can practice a little more patience, right? So, so be honest with yourself so that you can have some transformation in your life and really begin to get on your path to purpose and, and start to get your entire life. Because when you get your life, it's a beautiful thing. Your life, not somebody else's life, your life. It's a beautiful thing. All right, Love Tribe, we're going to take a, a small break for just about three minutes um, and a few seconds. And when we come back, we're going to bring on the divine goddess, Alexia. We're going to ask her these questions and um, talk to her about how she's um, – moving um, from being triggered to trusting. She's really done a lot of work around this. I, I work with her in different circles, and um, I've seen her really grow in this area, moving from uh, being triggered to trusting. And so I can't wait um, for you all to hear what her journey is, and I can't wait to talk to her. And so right now you're listening to Get Your Entire Life with Milani Shani as your host, a.k.a. The Love Goddess. And we're going to um, play right now um, a song for you, and we will be back in a few minutes. Bitter hearts don't hold a smile. Troubled minds will wear you down. Use your past to get ahead. Hold your tears and think instead You have to find a way to make it These clouds are letting up for a while Sometimes you gotta make The mirror your best friend And maybe then You'll find some peace within Stop hiding yourself Stop hiding yourself Love yourself When no one else can Now you know the remedy Tell yourself you will achieve Go on and brush your shoulders off The bridge is one that you must cross You have to find a way to make it These clouds are letting up for a while Sometimes you gotta make Mirror your best friend And maybe then Find some peace within Stop hiding yourself Stop hiding yourself Love yourself When no one else can If you love yourself You don't need nobody Inside, inside you. 
find some peace within Stop hiding yourself Stop hiding yourself Love yourself Like no one else can Stop hiding yourself Stop hiding yourself Love yourself Love yourself like no one else can. All right, Love Tribe. That was Layla Hathaway's Mira. Love that song. Uh, welcome back to Get Your Entire Life. I am your host, Milana Shani, a.k.a. The Love Goddess. And tonight our topic is, are you triggered or are you trusting, connecting with your inner wisdom and putting your mastery into action? We're about to bring on our special guest, Alexia, who is our divine goddess from our Candid Goddess show. And that's our Facebook show, Facebook live show that comes on every Friday night. I'm excited to have Alexia here. I promised you all that I would have one of the candid guys is here on every show just because I love them. They're part of my tribe, and they're so wise. They have so much wisdom. So, Love Tribe, send your love to uh, Alexia, our divine goddess. goddess. Alexia, are you here? I'm here. Awesome. Welcome, welcome to the show, Love. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. It is an absolute pleasure. So what do you think about this uh, show tonight, talking about are you triggered or are you trusting? Oh, I think it's an amazing topic. Um, I think it's so important for us people to know what our triggers are um, so that if we're interested, we can manage um, how we deal with being triggered. Absolutely, absolutely. So I've been watching you for a little bit. You know, you and I have been working together, and I've seen you really do some incredible things in your life in um, in moving your triggers and really beginning to trust. What do you attribute that to, you being able to make that change? Um, well, I would attribute it to, first, first off, is seek, seeking counsel, which is what I, I received from you when I – Uh, made the decision to um, get coaching and then to um, also follow the guidance that is given to me because sometimes, you know, you can make a choice to do something, but then you don't really follow instruction and (laughs) And it can be disastrous. So I just say, you know, seeking counsel and following instruction is what has been my, um, what has been successful for me. Wow. So do you think that also that you're getting um, your inner voices, you're listening to that a lot more since you've been um, seeking counseling? Definitely. I I believe that I am because I've I seek counsel and I'm learning I've learned to trust myself more. I am learn I have 
begin to trust that inner voice that is inside of me and also follow the direction of the inner voice as well. So, um, yes, definitely. Yeah, because that's one of the things that a lot of people have challenges with. You know, they hear it, you know, in inside. They hear that voice say, don't do this or move away from that or, you know, you might want to go the other way. But a lot of times they just don't listen to that. And so it's really awesome to know that you spent your time just really working on listening to that inner voice and trusting that inner voice. And what are some of the benefits that you've noticed in trusting your inner voice? Like, I, I know for one thing that you have a whole lot more joy. Like, I, you laugh more, you smile more, and, you know, your smile lights up a room. So what are some of the other benefits, um, if you can think of any, that you're getting as a result of trusting yourself more? Some of the other benefits that I'm getting is that my life just, Oh, in in a totality, totality is um, is more peaceful, and in that peace, I'm just enjoying life a, a lot more than I did previously. So it's it's a beautiful thing to be at peace, even when there may be things going on. I still feel a peace uh, over over my my life. Yeah, so everything hasn't really changed. You just are, like, more peaceful about it. And as you get more peaceful, are you seeing things really shift as well? Yes, I'm definitely. I've seen things shift as far as, um, as, far as financially. I've seen things shift um, mentally. I've seen things shift e- even physically. Um, because before I came to you in coaching, um, I was like in a, I was constantly numb on my left, on the left side of my body. Like it was constant and it was to an an extent where I thought that, you know, something may have been going on. Like maybe I was on the verge of having a stroke or something like that. And, um, it was just because my heart <laughs> I was shut down. And so mm-hmm. um, just being mm-hmm. in, and, and the thing is, I didn't even know my heart was sh- shut down. If you, if somebody had told me that my heart was shut down, I would have argued with them. But the truth <laughs> is, it was, you know. And so mm-hmm. now I'm in a space where, it is opening back up. I can't say it's completely open, but but I, it is opening, and um, and I'm I'm welcoming it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that's pretty powerful because today I did talk to someone also that was feeling the same way. It was like that they had gone had some heart palpitation or something. They had gone to the hospital. And um, they, you know, found out that there was nothing going on and with them as they got a clean bill of health. But a lot of times mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's really deep because we don't realize that when we're emotionally out of balance, that it really does affect our physical body, you know. And so that, right. that's powerful that you brought that up because that is something that is important for people to know. A lot of times you're having all these physical issues and you don't even know why you're having the physical issues. And a lot of it could be just because you're out of balance emotionally. So let's let's, right. let's talk about these reflection questions. 
um, because I want to. I, I really am interested to know your perspective on these questions. I gave my perspective, and um, so I would love to know your perspective as well. So um, the first question is: Are you aware of the sources of your triggers? I am definitely aware of the source of my triggers, um, and I'm I'm learning. Um, more and more every day what, cause you know, I, sometimes you think it's one thing is the source is one thing. And as you always say, um, when you start to peel back the layers, you realize that the source is even deeper than that first initial thought that you had. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely, I know what the source of my triggers are and I'm learning what the source of my triggers are at the same time. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So how do you manage your triggers? Like I know, you know, the question is, do you shut down, lash out, or try to avoid being triggered at all costs? So how do you, how do you manage your triggers? Okay. So what's familiar for me is mm-hmm. to shut down. Mm-hmm. But because that, no, that never served me, and at this point in my life, it definitely does not serve me because I'm I claim to want more, um, and I'm and I'm saying that I'm opening my heart to more, so um, I have to I have to um, be open to to change, basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So are you are you allowing yourself to trust that your triggers are connected to your healing or higher purpose? Yes, I am seeing now where before I I always played the blame game like you were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. It was always what mm-hmm. somebody else was doing to me, how somebody else made pissed me off, made me mad. They did this, <laughs> they did that. Now it's um. Um, as you always say, when you're triggered, get curious. And so now <laughs> I am in a space where I, when I'm triggered, triggered, I get curious about what the source of that trigger is um, so that I can just release it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do you think your triggers are leading you to your higher purpose? Have you had that experience? Almost definitely. <laughs> so, so, um, okay. So I always like to give examples of, um, mm-hmm. things. So I had, um, I work at a, a credit union and this is the second credit union that I've worked at. The, the, the previous place that I worked, I worked there for like 10 and a half years and mm-hmm. I always got so triggered I realized that in the workplace, the thing that triggers me um, is when people try, when when I have coworkers who will um, try to uplift themselves by standing on other people's, on somebody else's back or shoulders mm. Um, mm. instead of you know, doing, just doing the best that they can do and and going from there. 
And so recently I had this coworker um, on the job that I'm on presently who really triggered me a couple of weeks ago. Like this is mm-hmm. real time we're talking about. He triggered me a couple <laughs> of weeks ago. And I was so mad. The thing that happened was something so small and simple, but it triggered me in such a way that I was so pissed that I was ready to curse him out. I was ready to go off. I was ready to just walk out the job. And it was it was like, this is crazy. Like, why are you so tr- triggered by this? But I didn't realize until I talked to you the next day and you coached me on it and told me to get curious and to also realize that this is about my healing and so I should be telling him thank you. And I was like, tell him thank you, okay. But <laughs> when I think about it, he reminds me of a, a, a coworker, another guy who I worked with at the other credit union. And... Mm. That day when we got off the phone after you coached me on it a little bit, I realized that he reminds me of that guy, and this guy was the same way. He would do certain things that would kind of try to put other coworkers down so it made him look like this big person, like he was doing all of the work. And then, you know, and I never – I never healed that when I left that credit union. I just was like, I'm mm. out of here. I'm gone. When I left there, I was mad. I was, well, I can't say that I was mad, but I was mad because I was going off on people. And, <laughs> you know, I left with a smile on my face, but it was more like a ha-ha-ha, you know, I, I'm leaving right. this place. That kind of thing. Not, not leaving gracefully and peacefully. And so um, I realized that on this job, like I've heard many times before, is if you don't heal a wound, it'll come back in another form or maybe even the mm-hmm. same form. So yeah. it it came back, and because I was so caught up in the trigger and what, quote, unquote, he was doing to me, I didn't see the opportunity to heal until you you spoke that to me the next day. And so Mm. I realized it's really not even about him at all. It's not about him. It's about me just just letting it be. Like, so what if he wants to uh, try to put me down in order to – to uplift himself. My work speaks for itself. And what I also realized is that, you know, um, that even though managers, people who are in charge, they may praise those people in the background. They really know what those people are doing. They're aware. Mm -hmm. Nobody is unaware. So it's not my job to try to, you know, make anybody see him for who he is or, you know, anything <laughs> like that. My The only job right. that I have is to heal. And so that's what I learned from that situation is the only job, my only job is to heal and do the best that I can on that job. And that's it. 
and people will love me just because of that. That's powerful hearing that back from you because I know we did talk about that situation, and thank you for sharing that, and just how you moved through it. And I love what you said about my only job is to heal. That's my only job, you know, because a lot of people do go through all those changes at work trying to make somebody get seen or trying to expose somebody, and that's such a waste of energy. So how does it feel to, like, be at that space where you're like, listen, I'm going to do my best, I'm going to heal, and then that's it. It's a wrap. It's a wonderful feeling because I'm, I'm, I leave work feeling just fine. I, I, I leave work um, – with no stress. I, when I leave work, I leave work at work. And that's a beautiful feeling because there was a time that I was, it, I was not, I did not have the tools to do that. I won't say that I wasn't able to do it because I, mm-hmm. I always had the ability to do it, but I never had the mm-hmm. tools to um, be able to leave work without being stressed out about work. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Yes, that is beautiful. And so what, what advice would you give to people that are in that situation right now that are being triggered at work and really can't get past it? Like they really, you know, they have a coworker or somebody or even a mate or a spouse that's really like triggering them and they just can't get past it. What advice would you give them? My advice would be what I said earlier. The only job that you have is to to do your best and to heal. That's it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. let everything else, let the cards fall where they may. You know, let spirit take care of the rest. But, um, yeah, that would be my advice. It's just to 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 do your best and to heal. Mm-hmm. And how did you, because... You know, when you figured out that it was it was healing for you, of course that's that's powerful. But how did you get over that hump? Like I know we spoke and we talked. What did it take for you? Like was it a choice? Was it a commitment? What did it take for you to get over that hump and be like, you know what? This is all about me. I'm gonna deal with me, and that's that's it. So after we got off our conversation, what did it take for you to actually put that into practice? Because that's our next. Um, reflection question is are you able to practice and put your mastery into action and so in this particular case you could have got off the phone with me and you could have kept all that in concept <laughs> you know yeah that's cute that you want me to heal Melinda but this I'm still triggered so how did you get over that hump what decisions did you have to make you know initially when when we got off the phone with each other I was like uh, you know let me okay let me because I always want to overanalyze everything. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to be healing? And then when that, that the, the situation from my old job came up, what, um, what, what made me jump into the healing phase of it is that I realized that the truth is I don't, Whatever these people are fighting for um, on these jobs, like whatever my coworkers are fighting for, that they feel the need to um, do certain things, it, it really doesn't have anything to do with me. And so 
since it doesn't have anything to do with me, then did the way that I handled it the last time, did it work for me? Did it serve me? And the truth is, mm. it didn't serve me. I wound up leaving mm. a job that I had been on for 10 and a half years where if I had just done the work, you know, if, if I had been in the right space and done the work, I could have stayed on that job and healed there so that when I left that job, it could be to, uh, to work for myself, which is where I am now. And so what catapulted me into to doing the work this time is that when I leave this job, I made a commitment to myself when I got this job that when I leave this job, it would be to be self-employed. And so whatever mm-hmm. lessons I needed to learn that I didn't get previous previously, I got to learn those lessons and I got to heal it because I don't want to travel this road again. I want to move into new journeys and not, you know, continue um, doing the same thing over and over again because it's not working for me. And it, and ultimately it made me bitter and, and that's not what I want. Mm. I don't want to shut down. I don't want my heart to be shut down. I don't want to be bitter. I want to be better. And so that's what I'm working for. I don't want to be bitter. I want to be better. That's a whole show. Bitter versus better. (laughs) I love it. So what I heard you say, which was pretty powerful, is that you you got in touch with your truth, basically. (laughs) You know, like, what is the truth? Mm -hmm. Right? Instead of staying deep in the trigger, which is usually not the truth in the moment. It may be based on a past truth, but if you deepen a trigger, it's, 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 it's not the truth in the moment. And then you made choices. And then you reflected on past triggers and what benefit or what, you know, or how that did not serve you. And you didn't, you know, you decided not to go down that same road. You said, I'm going to go down a different road this time. So you literally had to make a conscious decision to do something different. Definitely. That's powerful. That's very powerful. So I wanted you to break that down for our listeners because for the love child, because it's so important sometimes when we're talking, you know, we're talking conceptually, people are thinking about concepts and like, oh, this is a good concept, oh, that's powerful. But then when they leave the show, they can't, excuse me, they can't implement it. And so we want to make sure that when you leave this show, you can implement and integrate with what it is that you're learning here and transform your life. Love yourself by being yourself. And so I love the fact that Alexia, divine goddess, is telling us, get in touch with your truth. What is the truth? Like when you're saying somebody else is triggering you, somebody's doing something to you, somebody is, you know, whatever, is that the truth? Right? And then usually, as in Alexia's case, you've been through this before. You know, if you're getting heavily triggered, you have been in this situation before with another person or another situation. That's going to be pretty much guaranteed. So your job is to really get in tune and in touch with when have I seen this before 
and what happened before. And then do I want that same thing to happen this time? Very powerful. Very powerful. So I'm going to ask you question number four. Are you able to practice and put your mastery into action, or is practice still conceptual? So, Alexia, do you – what is it that you're mastering you, – you feel like you've mastered right now, and then what are you still practicing um, to master? Okay, so – I would say that what I have learned to um, what I'm able to put into practice is to first take ownership and then Mm -hmm. secondly, breathe, (laughs) like breathe Mm -hmm. through it. And um, the third thing I would say that I've been able to put into practice is to not act on, um, um, to not be, what is the word that I'm looking for? Impulsive. So mm. um, to not ask for an impulse. And so for me, those three things are very big, just taking ownership and um, breathing and not being impulsive, just because those are the three things that I lacked the most um, before mm. I got before I started receiving coaching from you. And the things that I'm working on, because, you know, um, to me the things that are just still conceptual for me would be things Mm -hmm. like um, meditation um, Mm -hmm. or having some type of daily practice that I do to um, get me to a, a place where I am level-headed again or balanced again. Um, mm-hmm. And so so I would say that I, I'm, I'm in practice, but I also have some things that are conceptual for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good. That's good stuff. Um, very powerful. So I was talking earlier, and I was telling uh, the Love Tribe, asking the question, what are you the master of? And so we went through, um, are you the master of trigger or trust? Are you the master of love or lust? Are you the master of lack or wealth? Are you the master of sickness or of health? Um, And then we talked about where's your proof of life. So what are you feeling like you're the master of based on all the work that you've done over the last few months, like that one thing that you feel like you've mastered, and then how do you know that? Like where's your proof of life for that particular thing? Um, Okay. So I would say that I have become a master of – It's not one word, but a master of realizing that I don't know it all, and it's okay Uh, to get help. (laughs) uh, Okay, that would be the biggest thing for me is mastering that. Like I don't have all the answers. It's okay that I don't have all the answers, and it's really okay that somebody else does have the answer. (laughs) so you've been mastered being coachable (laughs) right exactly yeah and then trusting whoever the person is which is you trusting that I made the right decision you know 
to um, it, it, I, I, as you always say, I I created this. So if I yes. created it, it's the right decision. Yes, and trusting that. And trusting that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we know yeah. that you you have proof of life, and you talked about it a little bit earlier about all the things that you've been able to manifest in your life. But in this context, would you tell the Love Tribe again what you've been able to manifest in your life as a result of mastering, you know, being able to be coachable and to let go and surrender? Right. So um, before I I would, um, came to you for coaching, I was in a place where my finances were so tight that the president had headaches. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and also, um, I was having car trouble. I was in a, a whole lot of debt. And um, I, was, I owed on student loans. I had a tax issue. <clears throat> and just in the 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 year that I've been working with you, I have consolidated. I've been I've been able to consolidate all of my debt. I paid off the issue that I had with the taxes. My taxes got paid. Um, um, I was having car trouble. I still have the same old car, but today I got approved for a loan to get a new car, so I can shop yeah. this weekend for a new car. And I paid off my student loans. So that's that's the proof. That's that's my proof that the work that, that the work works. Absolutely. And there's one other thing that you didn't mention that I want to mention here because this is some uh okay. people's biggest struggle is how are your your relationships? Because I know that you had quite a bit of stress when you came um in your relationship with some uh, people that you were dealing with or a particular person. Um, we don't have mm-hmm. to, you know, discuss here as far as divulging that, but how is that going? So, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so when I, that's another thing. When I came, I was in a, well, in relationships with an S um, that just were no longer serving me. And so now, because my heart is opening I'm in a space where I am um I have somebody who in my life who adores me and treats me as such and it's a it's just a beautiful feeling. So everything has changed in every aspect of your life as a result of you making different choices because you know I tell people all the time I am a coach Um, life coach, relationship coach, self-mastery educator, but really the work is done by you. You know, you have to make all the new choices. You have to be willing to surrender and let go. And so in this past 12 months or so, you have literally changed and transformed every area of your life. And that is powerful. And that says something powerful about you. And so you are absolutely getting your entire life. And we are so proud of you and so happy for you. And we appreciate you so much for being here 
um, on our show and sharing such powerful information with our listeners. Now, also, um, before we let you go, what is like a final thought you want to leave for the Love Tribe as you step away? Like, what is it that you really want people to know? Well, one more thing that I forgot to mention also before I came in coaching with you um, is when you start to um, do the work and your life starts to change, the people around you, their lives change as well. When I came to you, my uh, mother was on the verge of losing her house. And because when I started to do the work, I was able to, as um, you always say, hold space for my mom. And mm-hmm. as a result, she was able to keep she was able to keep her house, and not only keep her house, but um, her mortgage payment was cut in half. Mm-hmm. And I I truly believe it was because of the work and because I believe because my mom is not committed and nothing against her, but she's just not committed to the work. And so I believe that um, because I was able to hold space for her, that that happened. And so for that, Mm -hmm. I'm grateful. Um, The, the, the one thing that I would say Um, that I want to leave with people is just um, what I said before, what works for me, what I've been able to put into practice, and that is, number one, just take ownership. Number two, um, Mm -hmm. breathe through it. Number two, breathe through it. There you go. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. number three, (laughs) which is the last, don't be impulsive. (laughs) Don't be impulsive. (laughs) Very good. Thank you so much. What a powerful, transformative share. I appreciate you so much um, for being so transparent because I tell you, that really changes lives when you can talk to people about, honestly, about what you've dealt with, what you've overcome. It's really a powerful way to just help people to transform. So I know that one day... You're going to be doing some coaching, and I'm excited about that, changing lives. But today, you are doing your virtual stylings, and we're working with Alessia in getting her um, business up and running. And we're so, so, so excited. So, Love Tribe, stay tuned because she will be back on the show shortly talking about her work and what she's doing as she begins what she talked about earlier, which is becoming an entrepreneur and being self employed. She's so beautiful at putting things together. Our model here is intellects we trust, and that is because she can put an outfit together out of nothing, (laughs) okay, and make you look fabulous. And so um, we love you so much, and we thank you so much for being here with us tonight. What a beautiful show and a beautiful um, testimony, um, you know, that you shared with us. And I've been with you the entire year, but hearing you talk about it like all at once like this is just very powerful so thank you so much for being so transparent and for sharing with the love tribe tonight i love you and uh, we will see you very soon love you too thank you so much for having me yes god is blessing love all right love tribe that was wow amazing amazing 
So I'm excited um, for all of you to who are here to listen to this, and those of you who listen to this later. Very powerful show tonight with Alexia, our divine goddess. You can also see Alexia on our Facebook Live show, The Candid Goddess. That is at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Fridays on Facebook. And, again, that's The Candid Goddess. So I want to leave you with a couple of final thoughts tonight. Um, and so the first final thought I want to leave you with is uh, the one, from one of the cards I pulled. And this final thought is, I believe, it's Lesson 14. Yes, it's from Lesson 14, which is the one I told you about, People Are Not My Enemy. My patterns, pathology, and false belief systems are my enemy when left unhealed. And so this particular um, lesson, there's a self-reflection at the end of this lesson in my book, and it says, when you are no longer looking for something or someone to make you happy, you can access your authentic inner joy. Your relationships will shift, and your life will begin to heal and make sense. It's time to open your heart now and thrive. You can do it, and you deserve it. So, Love Tribe, that's going to be it for tonight. Um, If you're interested in getting my book, you can go to my website at milanishani.com, and you can get my book and also the affirmation and oracle cards there. The name of the book is Do You Know Who You Really Are? 52 Years, 52 Lessons, How to Discover Yourself Through Your Life's Lessons. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you to all of you who called and clicked in and was inspired and being supported by this Elevated Goddess Energy tonight. Get Your Entire Life is here every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you'd like to connect with me, you can visit my website again at MilaniShani.com. Milani is spelled M-A-L-A-N-E-S-H-A-N-I.com. Or you can visit my university online at auniversity.com. For more support around triggers, which was our subject tonight, around triggers and trust, you can check out my self-mastery library at the Activate You Now University. We have two different um, audios in there around triggers and trust. The first audio is called Boundaries Reduce Breakdowns. The second one is Love and Relationships 101. So if you're interested in getting more information about how to move triggers into trust, then just check out my self-mastery library at auniversity.com. You can email me at getyourentirelife at gmail.com. If you want to reach out and touch Alexia, you can email her at me, everythingme at gmail.com. It was my absolute pleasure being with you all tonight. I look so forward to being with you all next week. I wish you all goddess love and light. Be blessed be you and be well and remember love yourself by being yourself i'm going to leave you tonight with mary j blige my life good night everybody
Peace of mind. Yes. 